are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Friday, Locked On Wildcat fans. I'm your host, Mike Luke. We talked quite a bit the other day about what the what this team looks like from a quarterback and from a running back perspective. And I was a little remiss, kind of got ahead of myself, got a little bit excited, but I wanted to kind of give an overview, though, first of what this coaching staff looks like. And we're going to talk a little bit about the talent on both sides of the ball, but I wanted to first kind of go back and just talk about what this offense under Jed Fish will look like. And the one thing that whatever you think about the hiring of Jed Fish, it's impossible to overstate that he has put together a crack staff on both sides of the ball. Guys who have been in the NFL, guys who are incredibly incredibly well thought of throughout the coaching profession. And you bring in Brennan Carroll, who obviously is Pete Carroll's son, and he's going to be your quarterback guru. He's going to be kind of your quarterback whisperer while Jed Fish is calling the plays. And Jed Fish has made no bones about it that when they are playing on the offensive side of the ball, they are going to be aggressive. Now, you say to yourself, what does that really mean? I mean, what coach isn't going to say that they're going to be aggressive? But I think what Jed Fish means by that is that he is going to bring in a type of talent that not only will he be able to hopefully, in his opinion, out-scheme people, but he's going to be able to make adjustments on the fly. And guess what? If I've got better wide receivers than you, we're going to flex that way. If I've got better running backs than you, we're going to be carrying the ball and running it right at you. There's going to be a lot of different avenues in play here, and it's going to be fun to see what he does. Again, I have no clue on what he's going to be as a coach. It's not the hire I would have made, but he certainly has brought some enthusiasm to the offensive side of the ball. And talking with some of the players, some of the uh, players' uh, parents, they just love his energy. And that's going to be fun thing to watch throughout this. And who knows, maybe this all goes bottoms up at the end because there just isn't the talent. You can't win games, whatever the case may be. But this really is the first time in quite a while where it feels like a U of A football coach actually wants to be here. Now, you say to yourself, well, is that a good thing? It's, it's a good thing in Jed Fish's perspective. It's a bad thing for the coaches that we used to have here before. That's for sure. Now, we talked a little bit about the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. Again, I'm just giving you just kind of a brief rundown here because anybody that tells you they know a depth chart or they know who's going to start is probably lying to you. At the running back position, though, you got to think that a guy like Michael Wiley is going to be the number one back going into, into all of this, mainly because... He showed last year that he is the one that's capable of being that guy. Gary Brightwell is off to the NFL, and I actually think that he will stick. But Michael Wiley was kind of one of those rare diamonds in the rough that Kevin or that uh, the coaching staff was able to find because he's a little undersized, but every time he got into the game last year, Michael Wiley made plays, whether that was out of the backfield, whether that was screen passes, whatever the case may be. He's a guy that I think is going to be able to 
caused some real problems out there on the deep or on the offensive side of the ball. Now, you would really hope that you're going to be able to find somebody else that will be able to augment what he can do. People have been calling for Nathan Tilford for the longest time. And for whatever reason, Nathan Tilford just hasn't worked out. He's no longer on the roster. And so right now it's Michael Wiley. You're looking at some guys like Jalen John. There isn't a ton of high-level talent back there. But, you know, Jed Fish knew what he was signing up for when he did take this job. So from a skill position perspective, this team has some decent players. The problem is there's just next to no depth. And when there's next to no depth, anytime you get injured, as we Arizona fans have seen, you're very close to being able to, well, you know, let's let's be honest here, play walk-ons, and that's exactly what has happened here at times during the certainly the Rich Rod era, the Kevin Sumlin era. Now, again, there are good walk-ons, but not all walk-ons are created equal. For every Chuck Cecil, there's a guy out there that probably shouldn't be out there. There's probably three guys out there that shouldn't be out there. So the talent certainly isn't great. There's not a lot of depth, but there is some legitimate skill position talent on this team. And it's going to be interesting to see what Jed Fish does. And I think we're going to have an idea this spring about where people stand when it's all said and done. And this is a good thing, but I think Jed Fish is the guy that kind of wears his emotions on his sleeve. I don't think there's going to be any guessing. With Kevin Sumlin, you know, you just never really knew. You kind of wondered, first of all, does he really care? Second of all, is he really looking at what he's watching at that out there? There's a whole bunch of things that factored into Kevin Sumlin that you really just didn't know. And that's what's going to be fascinating with Jed Fish because I think he's going to be a fairly straight shooter when it comes to all of this all right coming up next let's talk defense because arizona football at its finest was known during the desert swarm years as a defensive football school putting out arguably the greatest defense in college football history and you've got a guy in here at the top that's certainly the most acclaimed defensive coordinator that the u of a has brought in in quite some time happy friday arizona wildcat football fans i'm mike luke as always, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the best place to go for all of your gambling information. Now, the, when Arizona and Jed Fish was looking to hire a coaching staff, the one thing that I think a lot of Arizona fans were hopeful of was that he would be able to bring in some names because he's been around a lot of people. He knows a lot of people. Now, he didn't necessarily stick around these people, but he certainly has a a Rolodex of coaches and connections, that's for sure. And it's impossible to say that the highlight of this coaching staff isn't bringing in ex-Michigan defensive coordinator Don Brown. A little bit of background on Don Brown. He is known as Dr. Blitz. He is a very aggressive defensive coordinator. And the first thing that you notice when you look at his stats at Michigan were a couple things. First of all, he was throwing out top 15 defenses every single season there. And in the last year, obviously, things kind of fell apart. But it's hard to look at Don Brown and then say to yourself, okay, this guy doesn't really know what he's doing or the game has passed him by. He is as sharp as attack. And he had a soundbite the other day that people are still talking about when he said, if you don't run to the football, you won't play for me ever, ever 
Those were his exact quotes. And I think for Arizona fans that have been watching soft defenses, undersized defenses, that's cool to hear. Now, again, who knows? They might not be that good, but you know that you're coming in with a structure. And miss me with all the, oh, well, you know, Jim Harbaugh fired him. Jim Harbaugh, as much as I like the hire at Michigan, has a whole ton of problems going on there that he's never really been able to solve. And I think that that is going to be something that um, people will look at and say, all right, you're getting rid of your defensive coordinator when your offense has been the problem. But Michigan's loss, certainly Arizona's gain. You look up and down his resume, and there's a reason that Don Brown is thought of in the way that he is. Now, he's going to be aggressive. And when you're aggressive, you need guys that can get after the passer or the passer. And two guys really kind of fit that bill at this point. And you're hoping that both guys can make a legitimate impact this year and make legitimate progression. The first guy is Anthony Pandy. The he was a high three star kid out of California. When you watch him, he looks the part. He certainly has strength. He certainly has fast, quick twitch muscle. But the issue with Anthony Pandy has always been that you just kind of wonder if he's ever going to be able to put the game together mentally and physically. And Because Arizona needs him. This is a guy that has shown the capability to get you six, seven, eight sacks. And I'm not asking for 10 sacks out of Anthony Pandy from the pass rusher position, but the kid who's 6'3", 250 pounds of solid muscle with legitimate offensive skill, or excuse me, a pass rushing skills should be able to do something. Then lined up opposite him is Jalen Harris and maybe to a lesser extent, his brother, Jason Harris. We had their dad on the show the other day. And the cool thing about both these guys, and I'm a big fan of lineage, is that they certainly come from football. They know what it takes to be a great football player. The question that you have with Jalen Harris and, to a much greater extent, Jason Harris, is they are tall. Jason Harris is about six foot eight. Jalen Harris is about six five, six six. How much muscle will they both be able to really put on is the question. But Jalen is an interesting situation because he flashed as a as a freshman. But then this past year, he kind of took a step back. But as an Arizona fan, I think it's fair to say that just because you took a step back under the Kevin Sumlin regime, who handed you an 0-12 losing streak, I'm not going to hold totally hold that against you. I'm a big believer in fresh starts, and Jed Fish certainly is a big believer in fresh starts. So I look at it, and I think to myself, these guys could have some potential right here because they've certainly shown the ability and they've certainly shown that kind of quick twitch, fast-paced game that goes with being a pass rusher at the Pac-12 level. But it's going to be on Don Brown to get the best out of them. But what's exciting as an Arizona football fan, and I think what needs to be exciting for everybody out there, is that Don Brown has certainly shown with the guys that he's put in the NFL over the years that whatever the capability of these three guys that I just mentioned are, he's going to be able to exact that out of them. Now, again, you might say to yourself, well, yeah, but shouldn't these guys just be good? But when it comes to football, and especially it comes to young uh, young players, there's a lot more that goes into, into it than just coaching. A lot more that goes into it than just coaching. And that certainly, I think, was shown during the Kevin Sumlin years because 
a lot of these guys, I think, quite frankly, just quit. And that's not a good thing. But when you look around and you look and you say, man, we're getting our butts beat down. We have a coach that we kind of wonder if he really cares. It's hard for a 19, 20, or a 21-year-old to just sit there and be able to self-motivate when you're not receiving good coaching and you're not receiving that next-level type enthusiasm. Now, Sean Harris talked about how he didn't feel comfortable sending Jason Harris, his son who went to Colorado initially, to Arizona because of some of those reasons that I just laid out there. And Sean Harris, who's one of the best linebackers in school history, would certainly have an idea about that. So a lot of this is going to be on these players, but I think you're going to see more vigor, certainly, with a guy like Don Brown. Now, we've got a few newcomers coming in. That And a couple guys that certainly made your eyebrows raise a little bit when you looked and you saw that they were about to become Arizona Wildcats. And why don't we break those guys down coming up? Locked on Wildcats is brought to you by Built Bar. When Jed Fish took over, and this is something that you cannot question at all, and I was a little skeptical of it, but... He said that I am going to recruit a higher caliber of player. I am going to bring in a better player than what you guys have seen. And every coach says that. I mean, heck, we heard that from Kevin Sumlin. He was supposed to be a recruiting demon. And that obviously didn't turn out to be the case. But early on, it's impossible to state that whether it's getting kids out of Phoenix that you normally wouldn't get, a Grayson Stovall, players like that with legitimate offers, or a kid like Treshawn Hayward. Now, you're probably saying, all right, Treshawn Hayward, who exactly is that? Treshawn Hayward is the ex-MAC Defensive Player of the Year. This is an NFL player. This is an All-American type guy. And he's going to be in here, and you would certainly imagine that he's going to be Arizona's best defensive player from day one. Arizona doesn't have any other All-Americans on the roster or guys that did what he did. And it's going to be fun to see exactly what Don Brown does do with him because this is a kid with immense talent that I don't know that Arizona has had at the pass rushing position since, what, Scooby Wright was last here? It's been a long time. And so you factor him in with some of the other pass rushers, and all of a sudden things get a little bit intriguing as far as getting after the quarterback. Now, when asked why he came here, Treshawn Hayward just said, he's like, you know, I've got a connection with the coaches there. I like what they were doing, and I like the way they f- saw me fit. This is a kid that could have gone absolutely anywhere he wanted. And I'm not saying that for you know, giggles, I'm saying that he could have gone absolutely anywhere he wanted. He was that and is that kind of player. He is fantastic, and it certainly wouldn't surprise anybody if he's the if he's all-conference, if he's a guy that has 10-plus sacks, because he's coming in to do that, and then you would think that he's going to be heading off to the NFL. If there is a way of rating somebody out as a five-star prospect in the transfer portal— Treshawn Hayward would be right at the top of that list. That's how good he is. Another kid, too, that falls kind of in that mold that I want to focus on a little bit, and who knows quite how good he is, but is Isaiah Rutherford. 
Isaiah Rutherford is a defensive back out of California, was a mid-level four-star kid, went to Notre Dame, didn't work out well there. Now he's at Arizona. Now, when you hear the coaches talk about him, when you see him up close, and again, it's limited how much we can actually see, he's a different-looking cat. He's not the five-foot-eight corner that we're used to seeing out there, the scrappy sort. He's a kid that you could 100% see why he was rated the way that he was coming out of high school. He also found a great spot, I think, in Arizona to be able to show. Now, when you look at two kids like that, those are kids that Arizona just isn't getting under Kevin Sumlin, period. It remains to be seen whether these coaches can coach them up, but so far, at least from a recruiting perspective, and from a place in Arizona that has not shown that it can recruit the highest-level kid by itself, certainly without a ton of name recognition, you kind of wonder, is this going to be the first coaching staff, probably since Mike Stoops, that's able to bring in some elite-level talent, and not only elite-level talent, but able to sustain that talent across the board. That's going to be the big thing that I think a lot of people are interested to see, because a lot of coaches can recruit, you know, off hope that first year. Are you able to sustain it? And we don't know the answer to that yet. But the one thing that we can say is that when Jed Fish said that he was going to bring in a better caliber of player, a more complete level type of player, he wasn't kidding about that. You guys all have a great weekend, and it's we're going to hit hot and heavy on basketball. I know some people out there are straight Arizona Wildcat fans, and I totally get that. I am generally one of those guys. But with the way that the Pac-12 has been beaten down over the years, I'm all in on the Pac-12 and the NCAA tournament. We're going to talk quite a bit about that on Monday, and I'll get you caught up on all the comings and goings around the U of A. But... As always, thank you for listening and have a great weekend, Locked On Wildcat fans.